It's the Whatever Means to You podcast, episode number 57. Uh, I was able to have my great friend, Mr. Clint Hill, who I've been trying to get come in here since we've started this, probably, what, uh, 15 months ago? Yeah. Uh, trying to get him to come in here. He finally agreed to. And so uh, so it's really great to have him on. Also, just a, a bit of news, a couple things to talk about. Um, we, we're still doing trivia for the next month and a half at Mellow Mushroom every Tuesday night. $3 Sweetwaters. Shane and I just kind of uh, bullshit and asking you questions about uh you know whatever seven and nine come out you're gonna hang out with, uh, they can still win vip tickets to come drink beer with us in atlanta for a week yeah four vip tickets to sweetwater 420 <clears throat> fest um so so that's that's pretty cool you get to drink as much beer as you'd like and, and uh you get to see what happens <laughs> when we drink as much beer as we like as well um so so that's kind of cool. Um, what else? Oh, Bojams. The lineup for Bojams came yeah, out. Yeah, you just dropped that, right? Yeah, man. I'm really excited about it. I want to get a little weird this year, so I'm getting a tribute to the Talking Heads coming for the I saw that, dude. I'm so stoked on that. So <laughs> it's going to be fun. That. It's going to be fun. Um, the band who's doing it, Gravity A, is, is a band that I've been a fan of they're for a little while. Orleans, anyway. right? Yeah. Yeah, they're a band that I've been a fan of for a while. Uh, Imogene's coming back from Nashville to do that for us as well. And then just, I mean... Bottom up, just Tyler Livingston and the Absolutes. A lot of people don't know about that kid. He's something else. Like he he plays in White Tie Rock Ensemble already, and he's like 20, mm. 20 years old. He's been playing with them for like three or four years. Guitarist, yeah, Prodigy, nuts. yeah, yeah, insane. Uh, he play and he plays. He's twenty years old, but he plays all classic rock. Oh right. So it's like all shit from the sixties and seventies. It's really good. So Bojam is going to be fun this year. Ben Lofton, Good Lookings, um, Sway Javu. Who what date else? Is that? It's the last Sunday of March, always. So March 31st this year at Beauchamp's from uh, 11.30 until 10 o'clock at night because that's when the city tells us that we aren't allowed to make noise anymore. Uh, also, uh, the, the most exciting bit of news for us here at the podcast, uh, we've been talking for a while about trying to team up maybe with some other brands or uh, get some sponsorship dollars or something because at the end of the day, this does cost us money to do this. We, we want it to remain free. Uh, for our listeners, 100%. We never want listeners to have to pay to listen to what we do. Um, not that anyone would anyway. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, the best way for us to offer offer this to people is, is through a free service. However, uh, this does cost us money to do, um, whether that's this this uh, room that we rent or, you know, our SoundCloud membership, uh, yeah, our, you know, and, our, yeah. our websites, all that stuff. That There is a little bit of a cost that... That, that we absorb in order to do this. But anyway, um, we recently got an offer from Boat Paddle Boards to move our studio into a new location, which is really great. Um, so rather than our guests coming in and feeling that, like they're coming into an attic of sorts um, next to the Sriracha, <laughs> they're, they're, uh, we're going to be in a, in, a, in a brightly colored room, uh, twice the size of this. We were, I ordered all new gear this morning. Um just we're, we're making some big improvements to the podcast uh, because people are listening to it, and we, and we really appreciate that. Uh, Corey at Boat, uh, who's always been just like a fucking – he's the monkey king. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, he's officially turned into my monkey king now too, um, was gracious enough to offer us uh, his space as well. So we'll be coming at you live from Boat Studios from now on. Uh, which is pretty cool. And then Boat's also going to kind of utilize our gear as well to do some podcasting on their end. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. We're very excited. Uh, there's a great possibility that we'll, we'll be in their next podcast. Maybe not. Who knows? But uh, but the future home of the Whatever It Means To You podcast will be at Boat Studios. So we're really excited about that. Um, super grateful to be in there and super grateful for everyone listening to this. 
Um, we hope you enjoy this episode, number 57, of my friend Clint Hill. Whatever it means to you, podcast today. My guest is my good pal Clint Hill. It's, it's get, he's getting prepared <laughs> already. I, that, of course, no one else can hear what's going on, but we what just poured a we poured a little bit of a El Torresado tequila, and uh, now Clint's throwing in a, oh, nice a, a, a nice wad, dude. Nice wad, a nice fresh. Uh, uh, well, I actually quit stack dipping. Stack of Copenhagen. You, you quit dipping, obviously. Well, this this can's probably like two weeks old, so that means I quit. <laughs> Let me see. What kind, what kind of dip is this? It's the, the it's real stuff, the, man. The traditional Copenhagen Lanka. All right, man. I, I need like something it. to spit in, though. We didn't, we didn't plan this. Um, there's you a bottle of water. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a blue cup right there you can use if you'd like, man. That, that blue plastic cup. Help yourself. There you go. Put you where you need to be. But anyway, thanks for coming in, man. We've been trying to do this for uh, probably a year now. I've been trying to get you to come on. You just told me no, no, no. And I like I think I finally did you a favor or something. You're like, okay, I'll come on your podcast. So uh, welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, man. So you just got back from an, a nice little trip, yeah? Yep. Went down to uh, Ecuador with my brother and uh, one of our other buddies and did some surfing and checked out the city of Guayaquil and, you know good time what's it like man um well we stayed in this town in montanito which is like so montanito is a little city on the edge of ecuador and it's really just a surfing and party city it popped up in the 60s and 70s and americans started moving there and of course then you have other south americans that kind of start hovering around where americans go because then there's money um but it was cool, man. It's just a lot of partying. I'm not a partier, so it was interesting. Um, I went to my first rave. That was cool. Uh, there's a place there called Lonely Planet, and it's, I guess it's like the number three um, like rave club in South hmm. America. How many people were there? Dude, I don't know. Like I was talking with my brother about it, trying to fit. I mean, I don't know. There had to have been 1,500 people there. Wow. Um, the bar was like the size of this. Uh, table right here we're, so like uh, three feet were people drinking a lot or was it no more that's what i'm about to say like the yeah. bar was literally like that big mm-hmm. so like four feet long me my brother and our other buddy tyler were the only ones drinking alcohol everyone else was on drugs like just snorting cocaine openly and like taking ecstasy openly and yeah, yeah and you don't pretty, you know you don't take cocaine or ecstasy no i do not do that stuff yeah never I take but- copenhagen and tequila <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> didn't really fit in there yeah so what'd you do at the rave then why 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 are you at a rave did you dance i'm not much of a dancer you know uh no we just went to go yeah because there was were... nothing else like literally everybody so people get shuttled in from all over like that mainland like ecuador so like up in the mountains and everything mm-hmm. they come down to montanita on the weekends and hang out and party so we just like went to go yeah, what um, is English pretty pretty spoken? No, it's, no, it's pretty Spanish. Yeah, it's very like that's probably for the amount of Americans that were there. 
um, like the local people, that's probably the least amount of people I've seen that cannot speak English. Like when, because we've gone to a few places, um, Central America always seems to be a little bit better than South America with people being able to actually speak different, speak uh, English to you. Uh, but there it was literally like, if they needed to sell you something, they could say enough words to try to sell you something. But my, my Spanish is better than their English and my Spanish is not very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were telling me that you were u- utilizing something called Colin Spanish, but I couldn't find it. So I've been it's, doing coffee break Spanish. Man, I tell you what, it's, you can learn, I forget. It's, I think it's Tim Rollins or Tim something. It's an audio. I've, I've always tried to learn Spanish through, um, what's that app? Duolingo mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's good for like vocabulary and like knowing vocabulary and reading and reading. Mm-hmm. Like I can read Spanish. And understand it but the auditory stuff does well for me with just hearing it and kind of knowing how it's spoken because they they speak it quicker when you're on duolingo you're hearing like words very slowed down and they're speaking at like 25 percent mm-hmm. on that on the audiobook stuff it's it's closer to 75 percent, so it's a little better um, but even still i mean you're not going to know spanish from talking or from listening to those audiobooks i mean there's just yeah. no way until you get there like you'll just get basic vocabulary yeah like every time i get there i get better with spanish by 10 or 20 percent just from like what i know and then having to just converse for two weeks mm-hmm. trying to order food and shit like that yeah so what what did you do at the rave then did you meet people did you talk to someone Bro, I don't like talk you to say people. uh <laughs> me gusta ecstasy like what no <laughs> like we just hung out and left early kind of i mean like they party until eight in the morning. Like it's not mm-hmm. a, it's no joke. It closes down there at like five or six, and it's right on the beach. And they go out to the beach behind there and just like. Are there law? Are there are there drug laws pretty strict there, or is it or is it lax? <laughs> no, dude. Like, they don't. I don't. I saw like cops once. I I actually saw a cop one time when these Americans were driving this jeep down the, um, like through. There's not many roads in Montanita. It's very small. It'd be like, like the harbor essentially like it's literally that small um and it goes up into the country a little bit but it's like the beach town is is like at the size of the harbor Mm. um like i'm talking like aj's to like the bridge but we only saw a cop like one time and he was actually parked and these white people were driving their jeep or something through and knocked off the cop's mirror uh, just like hit the cop's mirror with their cheat and the cop freaked out then. But I mean, no, when you're, I don't think they care about drugs there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's pretty, uh, what about, uh, like cost of living and stuff, man? It's they, they're on the U S dollar there, which is strange. I guess like in the early two thousands, uh, they were bailed out. Like America helped get them out of some economic turmoil and, uh, they adopted the American dollar okay. like in return. So it's not all those countries though. Like you can go there and live for cheap if you wanted to. But like, as in like Americans, like you're going to want to like, we eat street food when we're there, but you can go sit down and eat a $30 steak dinner if you want. Okay. Um, but I mean, cost of living it can fluctuate just so heavily on on what you want to partake in yeah yeah like how much was a beer at the rave normal prices like five <clears throat> so bucks. you're still gonna pay three to five bucks a yeah. beer and shit yeah and i mean obviously like if you want a budweiser like seven dollars wow yeah because it's import 
in any like so in any any they don't have like any tequila there really no gin it's really weird why and that's what why i wouldn't have tequila? tequila just imports why do you drink tequila i know a lot of people that are that way i drink tequila because it's uh, supposedly the only alcohol that isn't a depressant i've heard that well, it is a depressant, but it's also the agave is also a stimulant, from what I understand. Yeah. So essentially, drinking tequila is like speedballing. Yeah, it's like doing ecstasy, and <laughs> get, so I didn't do ecstasy; I did tequila. Yeah. <laughs> right on. I mean, uh, to each their own, right? I mean, do you do ecstasy? I have. <laughs> I have too, like in high school, um, but not not frequently. I I think. Uh, I think I've done. I mean, if you group ecstasy and Molly like into the same thing, like maybe five, six. Yeah, times. the same way. Yeah, but very, all very in, little. It's all like in just high like cocaine, school. man. I've only done cocaine. I've about never done. Times. I've never snorted anything before. Yeah, I've, never done I've, I've experimented enough to know like that stuff wasn't for me. Like, yeah. and, and as far as like acid and, and mushrooms and stuff, I've done those enough times to that I got the information I needed. <laughs> <laughs> and then Have you got, done DMT And then got though? out. I've not. That's what a lot of people. So a lot of people are in Ecuador because ayahuasca is heavy there so mm-hmm. like you have a lot of backpackers that stop in de montanita to, to try to meet shamans of course i don't think you're going to meet a real shaman in montanita but what's a shaman a shaman yeah like the person that makes the ayahuasca tea and they take you okay. on the journey okay so they're like your host they're like your yeah they're like your, they're when your you start spiritual pissing and shitting on yourself bro like, i have watched okay. you ever watched like those youtube documentaries that people do like doing... I've, I've read i've read about some of it i was reading um uh Buy, not buying in um, that that Sam Harris book, a guide to living spiritually without religion, and he he discusses a lot of those kind of uh, ayahuasca trips. Where, okay, well where it's way better when you like can watch somebody on like day seven thinking there's spiders crawling out of their skin and they're mm. in a tent in the middle of the Amazon. Yeah, like I'm not trying to do that. That shit. doesn't sound pleasant. No. But well, ayahuasca doesn't last a week, right? Bro, I guess if you do too much of it, if you meet a shaman in Montanita, mm. it might last a week. Why do you want to do that? I don't want to do it. Yeah, I guess <laughs> same same reason. Fucking, I guess it'll change you. Any drugs for five days at a festival? It's the same shit. Yeah, I guess, man. I don't know. Bro, but I've watched. Like, if you watch, you can go on YouTube and watch some shit. There's this one where this girl's like in a tent, and she's in the middle of the fucking jungle, and she's like day seven of ayahuasca. Like she did it seven days ago, and she's like, I woke up last night, and I swear there were spiders crawling out of my skin. She had like scratch marks all over her body where she had like woken up what? and like scratched herself oh, raw. Man. Oh man, my wife uh, like once a once a week has a fucking uh, dream that a spider's coming down from the ceiling and landing on her, and she like from a dead sleep, like I'll be watching The Office <laughs> or something, and she'll just be <gasps> like that, and I'll be like. What? How big was it? <laughs> oh, God, it happens funny. all the time. Like I feel bad for it because that has to be fucking terrifying. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's not for me, man. I don't need to do that. Uh, I'm currently one of our guests that are coming in here in a couple weeks uh, wants to specifically discuss psychedelics and the psychedelic experience. So my wife got me um, uh, Poland's new book that's just about the you know uh, how psychedelics were used. Uh, mm-hmm. In the fifties, and like and were considered a yeah, and were considered a wonder drug, yeah. and then with the counterculture in the sixties, it got demonized with the war on drugs and everything. So there was really no useful research done for forty years, and just now, um, you they know, have started opening up trials and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, they're utilizing like MDMT on people with severe PTSD from the MDMT? military, and, or not MDMT, uh, MDMA, Is that MDMA, MDMA, yeah, DMT mixed. Yeah, I'm sure that's a thing, man. 
I sure I just don't know the name of it. But anyway, I'm a, I'm I'm a few pages into that book too. I'm trying to complete it by the time they come in here, so I can at least know a little bit about what I'm talking about. Maybe they'll bring some and y'all can just do it. No, but but getting back to that though, like I I I considered like the last time that I did mushrooms, I was like, cool, I learned everything I needed to by yeah. doing it. Like I've utilized it for what it's needed to, and I'm just I'm done with it. And I, I've never wanted to have another psychedelic experience again. However, my life's changed so much since a decade ago that I Dude, think that, I don't that want there might be some more information that. there that I need to go get, man. No. <laughs> so, we did mushrooms a few know. times. Like we grew them, me and my buddy grew them and made chocolates a few times when I was young, uh, you know, like 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. And bro, those things are scary. And in the, in the, if you're in the wrong situation, those things are scary. It's different every time. Yeah, like you can never really know what to expect. Yeah, you're like, here we go. <laughs> yeah, and like you can have one bad person come around or like start tripping, and then you're like, oh fuck, like, and then they you start tripping. It's bad. That's yeah. Scary. I gotta get away from this. Like I remember one time. I probably shouldn't talk about this, but I remember one time we uh, did some mushrooms, and I got so like we were like all actually at my house, and we were all leaving to go to the beach, and some t- somehow Clint got left behind. And, uh, like I didn't have my phone cause I had like jumped out of the truck to run inside to get something or something and got left in the house. And that was like, dude, that shit's scary. Mm-hmm. Like you can't go talk to anybody cause you're not fucking normal. Yeah. So like, I can't go talk to my neighbor and be like, help me. I'm scared. And, like, yeah, are you going to explain that you're scared? It's eight o'clock on a Saturday night. Like, what are you scared of? Motherfucker. Yeah, you know? Shane and, and I have had these conversations about like, uh, like getting a pack of cigarettes from the oh. gas station when you're tripping. You're like, well, I have to give you this paper for these things that you have that I want. And you're like, you're like, like, uh, you know what they say though? Like, like supposedly they say like, so acid makes you completely think of new things and then mushroom makes mushrooms make you kind of question the way that everything is already. Mm-hmm. So like that's I think that's common with like you like question the whole bartering system with like money mm-hmm. to like I'm giving you this weird green and how paper. Big of a, how big of a control like, it has over your yeah. life. You're like, no, dude, I just want that. Like, let's make yeah. it happen, man. Hey, bro, yeah. <laughs> What's all these, I like, got a these bag and a half of Skittles. Yeah. Like, I have to give you this piece of plastic and put a number in that's attached to like several you other give numbers. Me this, and... this ungodly number. You have no idea what that number means. Yeah. Where, they, where did you make that number up? Did you just like, can just take the fucking money out of my hand? Take, take what you need. Uh, the the thing that I learned with mushrooms though it's really easy to get trapped in one place you need to have either a plan or you need to have the mindfulness to know that you need to constantly be moving and changing scenery because if you get stuck if you get stuck somewhere like I've been stuck in a hammock before like that's no like fun stuck stuck yeah just to where to where you st- it starts going bad so you get scared to move you get paranoid yeah, of everything yeah. and then you're just you're stuck and you're having a bad time that happened on the like you it's hard to just know what's real and what's not because i remember one time too we were me and my the girl i was dating at the time we were on the beach and i was like bro i was just thinking about who was the guy around here like that went around killing girls on the beach in the fucking 70s or 80s it was that guy there was, i didn't know that was a i thing. don't know i know bundy got caught in off i-10 like in pensacola there was somebody that killed some people around here i huh. think I maybe not that. maybe this is completely but i remember like being at the beach at like eight o'clock at night looking at the stars and like all of a sudden i'm like like scared that somebody's gonna come fucking kill me mm. that shit's not fun i yeah. want nothing to do with that yeah but then 10 minutes later like you'll be fine. It's like you said, you're like, move, go do something else. Mm-hmm. And then 
You're fine. Yeah, you catch yourself. That's why it's called tripping. You yeah, know? stop talking about drugs. Um, My yeah. mom is not going to be proud of me. It's okay. I'm, your mom knows you've done drugs. My mom definitely knows I've done drugs. So. No, dude, my mom doesn't know. Like, okay, so the first time I, <laughs> this, this is bad. <laughs> no, this is this is okay. My mom doesn't know drugs. Like, this is just what I'm gonna say. The first time my mom ever saw pot was when she found my pot. Okay, like mm-hmm. ever saw pot, mm-hmm. and she didn't know the difference between pot and crack. Like, I, she had a talk with me about pot once she found my pot. That I was like gonna start like that it was gonna completely ruin your life. Yeah, and, she does, and now she's like understands. Yeah, like after having to deal with me, obviously, um, through high school and shit, that I wasn't that much of a shithead, and I didn't like go break into people's houses so I could get my pot fixed. But <laughs> it's funny that how the how it and she grew up in that time when it was a war on drugs. So you know you were kind of taught if you weren't in that scene, you were taught that pot was the same as everything else oh 100 percent, like dare <laughs> yeah like I, I remember the first time that that i ever that i ever saw marijuana um i didn't put it together that it that that was marijuana to like three years later until the next time i saw marijuana <laughs> i was like oh those kids were trying to get me to smoke pot i just thought it was a cigar yeah. <laughs> you know um but it but it is one of those things like like going through that system in fifth grade i went through the dare program and you are you group marijuana with with crack, crack. yeah it's, it's so it's not even up. close to the same thing <laughs> not even not even in the same like realm like the, the it's not but imagine trying to explain that to your mom as like a 16 year old who had their license suspended like two months after they got their mm-hmm. license you're like mom pot is not that bad I yeah promise. and she's concerned she doesn't want like, you to be a fuck up and, yeah and, uh, and I, I get was it. kind of a crazy. I get kid. it. I get it. Uh, and also, I think there's enough information today to, to where your mom, it, it would, if she had the proper information, uh, I would assume, you know, knowing your mom, she seems like a very reasonable woman. Like she would have had that She's conversation. A very reasonable woman. Yeah, she would have. She would have had uh, that conversation with you in a different way, just because of the education that's out yeah. there now. Now she knows. That, yeah, you know, it's a completely whatever. different thing. Yeah. But anyways, enough drugs, man. Um, <laughs> let, let's talk about some of the things that you've been doing, man. You just you're all over the place with just these ideas, and it's kind of been cool to watch you and see a lot of the ideas that you've had like come to fruition and finally come to life, and and things like that, man. Start wherever you want to with some of that stuff, man. What do you want to talk about? Oh God, there's so much. Um, I don't know. So growing up, I kind of have always tequila is wonderful. By the it way, it is really yeah, good tequila. Lots of sorts of good stuff. Um, so I was kind of thrown into the, I was raised by a single mom that thought pot was crack and she was a teacher and we didn't have a bunch of money. So I was always kind of thrown into, if I wanted something, I had to work for it. Um, and that started young, you know, me and my brother were pushing a lawnmower around when we were eight years old. You know, I saved up. I remember the freaking, the one big thing I did when I was that age was I saved up a bunch of money and bought a bike. Uh, it was like a $379 giant MTX, which 20 years ago, you know, that's, that was a lot of money for Mm -hmm. an eight year old kid to save up and buy a bike. So I've kind of just grown up and having to make my way pretty early and I didn't like school. So anyway, I started a lawn care company with a buddy when I was, I guess 20. Um, and we did that for a couple of years and I ended up getting out of it. And then, uh, I, I knew that I, wasn't gonna finish school because I just didn't like it. What high school? No, I high school. <laughs> okay. I was like, what? I didn't. I know wasn't, this information. I wasn't in high school when I was twenty. 
thank God. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, uh, I, I got out of that business, and I knew that I was going to get into something again. That was a pretty low barrier to entry, uh, job to get into doing landscaping and stuff. So, I guess I started working at Funkies. That's where me and you met, mm-hmm. and about that same time, I had started Turf Tailors, which. How old were we then? Well, you were older oh, than God. me. That was uh, 2011, was I think. No. Yeah. No. It was after yeah, that. Because I was in California what, uh, 2011. What's that, uh, what does that degree say up top? What, what year does that say I graduated? <laughs> Bro, you worked at Funky's forever. I can't see that. Are you just showing off your... No. The, 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 <laughs> yeah, no. I graduated... No, 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 no. You didn't go to college. I, That's okay, what I worked like at, if you I know. worked at Funky's twice. That When I graduated, I graduated college it was like 2013. around that same time. I don't know, man. Yeah. Shane, what do you say? What say you, Shane? I don't think it wasn't 13. Because it's 2019. Yeah, man. I met my wife like eight years ago. And I met her while I was at Funkies. It was 2011, man. It wasn't. It wasn't 2011. I was was working Funkies in 2013. And we didn't work together. Yeah, man. You must have just come back or something. It was 2011, bro. It wasn't 2011. Doesn't fucking matter. In it that does round, matter for the let's, timeline. Let's say 2012. I don't think that's right, but okay. Better than 2011. Man, I started booking in 2000, uh, 2000 late through 2013 is when I started booking. Because he was working there in 2013 and I booked shit Okay, whatever. All right, so I started working at Funkies, and that's when I started my other landscaping company, Turf Tailors, which mm-hmm. I currently own. Um, so I always kind of viewed... That I've always had like bigger ideas and things that I wanted to do, and I've always just kind of been an idea guy. Um, so I started Turf Tailors with the original intent of just having cash flow to be able to chase these other things. Uh, long story short, we just, you know, I guess it's been however many years now. <laughs> seven, Doesn't matter. Seven, according to several. You. Six. Anything over three is several. We'll say several. <laughs> several years. <laughs> um. And we, I just launched, uh, so Custom Art Direct and Rent It 24-7, which are both uh, pretty cool platforms. Uh, custom Art Direct is a platform where you can pretty much create a custom art piece, send it out to artists all over the globe, and they send you back a price uh, to do the art for you. And that one is populated with artists now, and we're just getting ready to start. We're making some site changes, and then we're going to be launching that to uh consumers here pretty shortly and then rent it 24 7 we like just launched a couple months ago and that one uh you know we're just getting it populated now with items and rent it 24 7 is a marketplace it's like a peer-to-peer lending peer-to-peer lending platform uh for tools and toys is Mm -hmm. our our focus yeah if um if someone wanted to pull like a back page type thing and rent out like booty on rent it 24 7 is that an option I'm not allowed to say yes. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, it's funny because about the time that we were finishing up with uh, Reddit 24-7, the news broke about Backpage. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I knew about that. But... Yeah. What's the, <laughs> what's the news about Backpage? Well, it got shut down by the government. Okay. Obviously, you know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just, I know what Backpage is. I know what Backpage like, is, I don't know. I know oh, yeah, down. it got shut down. So, uh, what? Yeah, and that was like the same time we listed Reddit 24-7, or published during it 24 7 so it was kind of funny that. why did why did they shut it down because it, prostitution's illegal 
Yeah. Well, yeah, but there's other shit on there besides that. Oh, uh, I think there was just prostitutes. <laughs> oh. I mean, but that's the, but that's the same. There thing. was like some so, cover-ups. They had like they so had like 50 employees that would list things every once in a while. So I mean, but, so how does Craigslist still happen? I don't know. I, I haven't looked into any prostitutes of this stuff. on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's oh, there's oh, prostitution uh, on Craigslist. Oh yeah, there's a whole fucking section of it. I don't how? Think so. how? What do like, you mean how? It's 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 in like you know there's like uh, men seeking women. Bro, men, men, if you look at that men, shit, men, it's just a shit. bunch of, like, uh, people with their dicks out. Oh. Trying, like, it's just a bunch of dudes. Yeah, man. We're talking about girl prostitutes. Yeah, yeah that's I, a thing. I, I swear to God. I, I think the huge, universe, actually, like... It's a huge thing in this area, uh, and, and I don't mean to be, like, rude about it. It's a huge thing in this area with um, a lot of, like, the J1 students and things like that. I think they kind of get, like, swept up into that shit. Because of, like, military and tourists? It's just... it's just There's, like, a market I, I, for I, I it? Just, I think it's just... There's a market for it everywhere. I think it's just trying to get money, you know? It, it, they get they get hmm. swept up into these, like, sex rings and shit, and it's a total thing. That's a, it's a thing on Craigslist. Wow. Well, I'll have to check it out. Just kidding. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was just gonna say, man, I think the universe, like, sent me my wife at the exactly right time, because, like, I was never single in a period where, like, Tinder, Bumble... Craigslist and like all that shit was a, a thing that you could like seek to either hook up or, or get sex. Like, yeah. so it was just something that I'd never even like had the option of fucking around with, you know? Yeah. I did some Tinder. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a, that was a blessing. In yeah. Place. Yeah. You can get, man, I know some people, I have a really good friend who's caught up in some really terrible shit right now just cause you like, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter who it is, whatever this person wants to fuck me tonight. Boom. Okay. I'll fuck you tonight. Okay. Next night. Boom. And that, I mean, that, whether you like it or not, that shit will fuck with you. It'll mess with your head. Yeah. Especially, you know, if, if you already have, uh, well, it's know, definitely some, hard some to issues. focus on things. If it, you can mm-hmm. just, you know, get a booty call, yeah. you know, every night, like, how are you supposed to get anything? Yeah. Done? It's not healthy. It's, yeah. it's, you know, regardless of the format or how it's used or whatever is, that's not a healthy way to live for anybody. Like, it's healthy for like a couple of months. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> man, man, if you have low self esteem and just really need that kind of thing, I it's really I've heard that you've never been on Tinder. That's what it sounds like. No, no, not at all. I'm grateful. Like it's, uh, I've seen it destroy people. So I mean, you know, it's I also think a very useful tool. I think people get addicted tool. to it too, yeah. though. Like how, like you've if, been single during the time of Tinder, correct? Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so I mean, I'm sure you probably fucked around with it, maybe uh, every now and then. Like, it, it, do you don't you understand what I'm saying? Would you agree with what I'm saying? Have you been single to change during I Tinder? Am, I'll tell you, I'm single uh, now, yeah. and I haven't reinstated my Tinder. Okay. Like so, yeah, there was like a year where I had a Tinder. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I got much done in that year. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got a lot done. But Did not the right things. Would it like take a toll on you? Mentally, um, it's expensive to take girls on dates a lot. <laughs> I've heard that too. I've heard a lot of people spend a lot of money because you always have to, you at least have to, like, go get yeah, a, like you gotta go take get some drinks or yeah, get some food or something. Um, so, so back page is much cheaper than Tinder. Well, at least you know what you're gonna get, I would assume, right? That's a flat rate. <laughs> <laughs> One hour. A, a safer bet. There's less. There's less emotions. I, I wonder how many people have had uh, have had successful relationships come from Tinder hookups, like healthy, successful relationships. I don't know. I don't know. It happens. Of sure. course I would assume. I, I mean, that's like the go-to dating site, though. So I think there probably is some. I, I mean, when I was on it, there was girls that like weren't trying to just go have mm. sex with you. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure that. 
people that keep their wits about them and keep their self-esteem and don't just go bang guys every night. It can night. be a useful tool. Yeah, I think you just have to well, filter through broke, a lot of shit. if you're broke, you can at least get, like, some meals and shit, you know? Like, that, I've read articles about that with girls. Yeah. Like, just using Tinder. That'd be an interesting tenor. article. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's probably see, a worse way of life than the guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, the thing is, I remember back in, like, uh, 2003, 2004, when, uh, like, Match.com was just becoming a thing, it wasn't, like, I had a buddy who like use match.com but he wouldn't tell anybody about it because it was kind of frowned upon yeah it was kind of looked at like my mom met her husband on yeah. one of those yeah but it wasn't it wasn't like socially acceptable you were kind no. of we made we made we, straight up we made fun of him you're like that dude has to go get a date on fucking match.com but i mean it, it really is if you were to use it right i think it's a very useful tool yeah well, I think so too. I think if you use it right, you, you, however you want to use it for yourself, it could be. I get useful what you're saying about it. It's not being. It wasn't acceptable. But it, it it's wasn't. A, it's a complete. I think it's a completely different thing. It is. That's you're, what I was you're, just you're, saying. You're literally, but like Match.com, you're not. It's not Tinder's not the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like your Tinder is literally just the you know it's it's to go fuck somebody for the night. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it can be it can be presented as no 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 it's, it's a, you you can talk and this and that and it's free bullshit it, it's it's to swipe left or right you know. But Match.com, you got to put your whole information in. I had a Match.com profile and, and once. Did you? Yeah, I did it. I was, how old was I then? That was like, I don't know. We are going to talk time about dates, bro. Yeah, okay, time several years shit. ago, yeah. um, <laughs> I met a woman on there and dated her for a year or so. Really? I was younger, though. So I used it to my advantage to mm-hmm. kind of find an older, nice lady. Mm-hmm. Good for you. She was 38. I think I was 22. Snap. How was that? Did you, did it was you learn good. some things? Yeah, she was great. That yeah. was like before my other relationship. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, that was a good... She was cool. Yeah. I mean, it was like an actual relationship. It, and I will say it's nothing like there was on like Tinder. Like you didn't... It was an actual... Like we talked and conversed, but I think that's what I was looking for at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah, man, I've only had what I would consider probably two serious relationships, including my wife, and um, they were both younger than I was. I've never, I've never had a serious relationship with with a. a girl I've always like, I mean, when I was in ninth grade, I dated a senior mm-hmm. in high school. Um, is, it, always... is it because you're so mature, bro? I'm just like an old man, yeah. like you know that. Yeah, like I. Well, I will say one thing I do know about you are like an old fucking man. You like your routine, bro. Like you, in twenty years, you're gonna be at the first guy at McDonald's when it opens to get your senior fucking coffee uh, for twenty seven cents. Don't insult and you're gonna me. Have your, parties. And you're gonna have your your newspaper or whatever, and your two or three other yeah, friends no, I think, that are meeting you for twenty seven cent coffee. I think routines and are great. That's your thing. Yeah, you're into routine, and that can be healthy for sure. I dig that about you, man, for yeah. sure. So, but anyway, um. Uh, we're gonna talk about prostitutes and yeah, all he's talking about is drugs and prostitutes. Guys, I'm not a bad person. All of you that don't know me, I do not do drugs or prostitutes. Aren't you glad you finally agreed to come on the Whatever Means to You podcast? I just knew it was gonna go badly. (laughs) So, uh, so back to Rennet 24/7, the newest thing that's live. How does one go about uh, posting an item? How easy is it? And, uh, and how does the transaction work? Um, you know, I feel like there's a lot of questions that, that need to be answered that people, you know, could learn about before utilizing the platform. 
Yeah, no, there's, and it's still, like, we make changes all the time. Um, so, currently, it is very simple to go on and list an item. Uh, you create a profile, you list an item, it's literally like you can do it in under a minute. Um, so, we are, we should, in about a month, maybe two months, developers are very slow. Um, they're great, but they're slow. Uh, we should have the mobile app and the payment processing all in one. So we're, we're working right now trying to get all the insurance in place for per transaction insurance on the item. Um, and that's we, we don't have a payment platform on the site yet because we're just doing it. It's free, Yeah. number one. So you as somebody that owns an item and you're going to rent it to somebody, uh, you're just going to find a rental agreement online, print it out, you know, do your due diligence, get their information, um, and do the transaction that way. Uh, have insurance on your item if it's something you think people are going to fuck up. And mm. It's as simple as that. But as we are populating a site and moving forward with everything, we will have payment processing insurance, and there'll be a mobile app. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a, it. Seems like a like the, like those things. Some things on your end that would be quite the process as well. Yeah, it's a it's a slow thing. I mean, and the guy that's building my site, he's great. I mean, if you've seen the site, you you can tell that it's it was built from scratch it's a you know four hundred thousand dollar website if i were to hire somebody to do it you know out of house but i brought him on as a partner uh, and gave him a percentage of the company and uh he does a good job and he does it when he can yeah essentially mm -hmm. what it is and so it, it is a little slower uh but i mean forward progress that's all we really care about yeah, for sure know? well it's out yeah yeah it's out and people are using it i mean we have Almost 200 items listed now. Um, I think close to 500 users. Mm -hmm. So we got a lot of people signed up. We got a lot of, I mean, it's it's making progress and moving in the right direction. And that's all we can really yeah. hope for. Yeah, man. Well, and also for you, I would, I would assume with, uh, with Turf Tailors that that takes up so much of your time just maintaining that business alone. Yeah. I mean, it's that, that's a very, uh, it's a restraint definitely on me being able to do much, but I'm really looking in the next, see my, my whole goal is to be able to sell I'm this year. I'm hopefully going to sell all three of those businesses. And, uh, I want to just learn how to code. So I want to be able to sell those businesses and just have enough cash to, you want to learn to code. Yeah. Okay. I have too many ideas, bro, that like, I, I gotta be able to, I gotta be able to build shit. Okay. Like I gotta be able to make not like I need to be able to work twenty to hours to create a something day. that is one hundred percent your vision. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not even that. I just need to do it quickly. So, like, if I I feel like if I can, I can learn to code good enough in two years, a year and a half. I mean, not basics in a year where I can build websites uh, from scratch and you know them operate. But two years really, I can. With the amount of time that I'll put into it, I can have a master's in coding. Mm -hmm. Um, so I really just, are you I'm, trying to get an actual degree? Like from a, no, from no, no, a no, school no. or just, you're no. going to, you're going to self. He doesn't like school teach. I know that. I don't do school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, man, I think school's kind of stupid, but yeah, man, you, you know why I got that fucking piece of paper? So people would take me serious. I got That's one it. just like it. Mine says Harvard though. Yeah. <laughs> That's it though, man. That's, that's all it was. Yeah. Did people take you seriously? Yeah. I got a fucking internship that changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. 100%.
so it worked. But the thing is, I learned more in my uh, internship than you did in college. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. By far. Yeah. And that's kind of like when I stopped going. Like I had a like almost had my AA, and I was like working on some different classes and had some ideas. Like I wanted to get into finance stuff, and I was working on some stuff with that. But it was just like, dude, I had to make money, mm-hmm. and I wasn't like. Like, now if I would have got a finance degree, I would have been like, well, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to do finance. Yeah. So, it, I mean, who knows? Everything changes, but... Yeah, man, I was the same way. My uh, In my senior year, I had one semester left, and I didn't know how I was going to pay for my last semester. No fucking clue. I had never taken out a student loan, anything like that. So I was like, fuck it, I'll get a small student loan just to pay yeah. tuition. Well, I got that. It covered my tuition and my books and everything, but then... I was interning, I was, I was working part-time, I was going to school, all that stuff. Like, every hour was pretty much spoken for, and if it wasn't, I was, uh, I had a little bit of an alcohol issue, too, so I was drinking heavily <laughs> as well. Um, so, uh, so yeah, man, anyway, I had to, I, I was pretty much to the point to where I was going to have to drop out my last semester of my senior year of college, yeah. and then those fucking BP funds came in, bro, <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to fucking graduate, like, this is going to be, you know, yeah. so I graduated and went to Telluride, and, uh, <laughs> and went, to, went to a couple really fun shows and stuff, and had a little bit of fun with the money, but for the most part, I utilized several thousands of those dollars Dude, I know people to, in that uh, to survive shit. and graduate fucking college. Yeah, like, at least you did something with yeah. it. Yeah. Like people were getting back fucking twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars that yeah. like worked at the crab. If track. you owned a business, like right now, for example, just with my business. What year was that? Minimum sixty K. Two thousand people I know I know that was I know a I girl started. that was making jewelry <clears throat> and just started an LLC to make jewelry and put in a bid for sixty K and she fucking got it. <clears throat> yeah, oh, I got a buddy a, that processes that buster, those claims. That buster at, at, at what Fud Puckers and those mm-hmm. outrageous numbers like 70k like stupid fucking shit like how the fuck did you yeah yeah that made me think that there's something in those dispersants they put in that water that we're gonna figure out yeah no shit but we already signed that paper so because for them just to be given all these people all this money with with no fucking moxley who didn't oh yeah we told we told our buddy who we went to go see a tug driver like yeah well dude you you technically live there like the worst they can say is no. Yeah. And I think he got like what, like seven grand or some shit. He got. I think he got. I think he got ten. I think he got a decent amount. See, that's fucked up. Cause yeah. I I filed for trying to get. Some, I didn't get a goddamn thing. Cause you I filed and, got, and didn't get accepted. Bro, I went and got another job and started making more money. Oh, well, you fucked up. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you should have just not worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, my, we my foresight was not very we got, strong. We got BP money when ate uh, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that is. Well, I got my, my check. My check went through. Uh, I remember I called him and said, I was just seeing if, because they were, uh, they would electronically put put your shit in there or whatever. No, no, no I got, got a physical check. check. No, and they said that my check <laughs> was mail coming. Them to you. They, yeah, they said my check was on the way. I called them. They said, your check hit the mail yesterday. They said it should be there in a couple of days. And I was like, great. Because I was like, I remember talking to my parents about it. Like, I don't think I'd be able to finish fucking college. Which, if it came down to it, they would have helped me out. But um, um, but I've never utilized that. You know, like, I, I know that's like a last effort kind of thing. But uh, I remember calling them and I was like, I was just seeing them. They're like, yeah, we cut your check yesterday i was like okay what was the amount and when she told me the amount i was like okay thank you and I <laughs> how much money phone. was it it was 15k That's right? fucking sweet. so i so i hung up the phone and 
like I looked at my parents and I was like, they just sent me a check for 15 K and like my parents were very excited for me. Like, cause they knew we did, I lost money. Like I lost money that season. Oh yeah. We all, we um, all actually, you know, it's not, it's not like it I just like got 15 K for nothing. No. Like I struggled through a summer and if you struggle through a summer in Destin, you fucked up. Yeah. We probably had the lowest fucking yeah. rent in this entire fucking place. And we were struggling just to even like, mm-hmm. get that. Yeah. Rate. It was, it was and tough it to was, make it was, money, it was no bullshit. especially since I was working part time in school. But anyway, so, so they sent me that and then, uh, like I went out to check the mailbox, like Bass Nectar. This is in what 2010. <laughs> Bass Nectar was playing in Mobile, and we wanted to go. We were all broke as shit, like ter- terribly broke. And um, I went to the mail and I got my check. Like I hit Shannon, I was like, "Yo, we're going to Bass Nectar tonight, bro." <laughs> so I put my check in the mail, and I was like, "All right, let's go. <laughs> whatever. Like, let's go get beers, food. Let's get drugs. Whatever. Let's have a good time." And, uh, and we did that. B- <laughs> B- BP helped me pay for it. That's so. sweet. Thanks, BP. Yeah, but uh, but it, it for the most part, yeah. But I but I am also just with the fact of how willing they were just to give that money away. I th- I yeah, think it's a little some, suspicious. There's some it? shit. Yeah, man. There's some there's some well, shit that's going down. I didn't get any, so if I get yeah. like a third arm growing off my fucking forehead, then yeah, man. Well, but the thing is, the paper that we signed when we got the check says that we can't be involved in any class action lawsuits against yeah. BP in the future. So you'd be able to be a part of a yeah, class action lawsuit against them. So if you get a third arm, just count it as a blessing and get your money. Yeah. We're fucked. We yeah. picking apples with the yeah. best of them, bro. <laughs> yeah, we probably should have done that. Yeah, I, yeah, we got an extra like five grand to sign it right then. To sign the oh, yeah. that's right. We got another installment. Well, they did like they did like to disbursements, the, bro. Yeah. Like it was like they people were getting checks like three times. Remember how crazy that was? We got two. Yeah, we got two checks. Everyone got, was like buying new cars yeah. and spending their money on dumb bullshit. Yeah. It definitely stimulated the economy. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. It helped the economy. Um, yeah. They're still fine. Car dealer, car dealerships were like fucking having specials and shit. Like bring, bring your. Well, BB they're check. still they, they're still processing claims. One of my buddies does that for a place out here in Destin, and he still is. They they're still finishing business claims where they're getting millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, a lot of people didn't take that final five k, and they were just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna file every six months and get more yeah. money from you." So like this guy works for a company that they just get like. 20%. They do it all for you and they take fucking 20%. And That's they great. Make a fuck ton That's of a money. lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since the minimum was 60K for a business if you own an LLC. Yeah. That's what you're getting. That's crazy. I need to go back and look at that. What? Uh, BP money? Yeah. Talk to your buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you got, you got Say, guy. let's get this 20%, bro. <laughs> I need to look at that. The economy went down. I wasn't able to cut yards. I think that was like the year we started the business. Yeah, 2011. <laughs> no, that okay. Look, that was not Turf Tailors though. That was the first business. Yeah, I know. Cut it 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> it's called Simply Green. All right. Yeah. Oh, what's the one oh, that we've seen? Uh, longevity. That's a good one. That's that's that is. Pretty you've good. seen that one, bro? Yeah, longevity. he's good. That guy. That guy does a good job. Uh, Ooh, is there competition amongst the, the Not really, but I got some beef with one. I hope they hear this. Who is it? Bro, they Let's stole my out. name. And my name is Turf Taylors. Mm-hmm. Bro, their name is Lawn Taylors. Okay. That's Weak. fucked up, bro. Weak, bro. Yeah, it doesn't even sound cool. <laughs> it's not even alliteration. Yeah. Like, I'm pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's we'll we'll uh, uh, hashtag them in our post on this podcast. We will, we will do that. Lawn Taylor's fuck out of here. His name's probably Taylor. 
No, he spelt it the same way I did. Oh. Well, maybe his parents were dumb. I don't know. <laughs> I think they just saw my name and they were like, "Oh, it's a great fucking name. That guy's a genius." I think Tartaylor's a good name. It is. If I had a if I had a landscaping company, I'd consider calling it Tartaylor's. I was going to be the sodomizers, but <laughs> I decided against that one. Yeah, yeah. what are some, some good names? Uh, sodomizers is pretty good. No, but there's some around town, right? <laughs> um what like just good there's another I've seen another trailer that looks like yours same colors the yellow and green I mean surprise green I mean they're all green but um I've seen another one that I always think is your trailer and then it's not yeah um I don't know any other good names what would you call your uh your grass cutting company Shane or landscape excuse me landscaping company that's a that's a big one dude Grass cutting lands like okay, so I own a landscaping company. Mm-hmm. Oh, get it right, dude. I like, know I corrected myself immediately, bro. But people don't know the difference, man. It's so weird to me that like lawn care, lawn maintenance, landscaping, like that's all fucking different. And people should know. So let's explain it real quick. Do it. Okay, lawn care is the care of your yard with pesticides. So Fungus control, disease control, pest control, weed control. That's lawn care. Lawn maintenance is the maintenance of your lawn. So obviously cutting, right? Edges. Just your typical maintenance. Are you edgy? I'm a great edger, bro. Yeah, cool. I do it with a weed eater. So you know I'm good. Um, And then you have landscaping, which is landscape construction. So that's like 80% of our business is landscaping. Um, but it's just annoying because people call and they're like, yeah, I want some, some landscaping. And I'm like, all right, great. I'll come out and meet you for a quote. And they're like, yeah, I just need you to trim this bush down. Not too short. (laughs) Not too short, not too tall. (laughs) Anyway, that's pointless, but it's something that annoys all of us in the industry. But no, there's no real beef. I don't think between anybody, Hmm. at least not. I mean, there are people that like undercut stuff, but they're not in my, I don't compete with them. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's all friendly out there, man. Yeah, there's ten thousand of them in this area. Yeah, so. so what's next, dude? Aside from coding, I mean, you're gonna be doing. I know you. You're gonna be doing other things other than just learning coding. Um, I don't know, man. I need to just. Have you started? I have started learning some like C sharp stuff. Mm-hmm. You're in, but I it? can't. I can't devote the time. Yeah, I'm not into it. No, it's not something like I'm. I'm passionate it's about an investment. I'm passionate about creating online business places, so it makes me passionate about coding, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to create things. That's just what I've always enjoyed. But no, I mean I don't really know what's next, man. I wanna get these I gotta get these out there and I I'm trying to get them like all three of those companies acquired by two thousand and twenty. Wow, that's a big goal. Well <coughs> excuse me. Uh Turf Taylor should be pretty easy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have six years of books. You have, yeah, um, you know, proof. It's there. Yeah. You have client listings. Um, that should and, be a pretty simple transaction, man. Um, yeah, this is getting, what it's worth. This is the valuation. Here's what you need yeah. to pay. Still I it. mean, it's tough with it's, – it's a little tough with that. I mean, I think it'll honestly be able to – I'll be able to sell the other businesses a little more quickly. Really? For a price that I want. Um, yeah, I mean, so just the upside, like when you look at – both of those businesses 
the online businesses is pretty high. Um, but it's really just for us, you know, it's just a race to like my goal is 10,000 listings on Reddit 24 seven in the next six months. So like we're in the process right now of, of hiring some salespeople to kind of work on a per diem type of deal where they go out and cause I mean, it's, it's hard, man. I, you, I, you mean a percentage? No, like per diem, like per, per. When I think per diem, I think like money you're given to eat lunch on business. Maybe I'm not using the word correctly, but uh, I'm saying like per each uh, commission listen, listing they get, they'll get a set fee. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think it's still a per diem. Okay. okay, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe. I understand what you're saying, though. That's okay. all that matters. So we're in the process of doing that, and, you know, we have goals. I have, you know, Jennifer Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, I she's, know her. She's been helping me out with uh, doing some stuff. Cool. So. Uh, what is she, how is she helping? What, what, what is she doing? Uh, just doing some marketing stuff. Okay, sweet. Uh, yeah, but I'm going to have her kind of oversee, uh, like, five people and just, mm-hmm keep them kind of motivated to try different things because right now it's just it's tough when so you're basically utilizing outside salespeople. yeah i mean we just need more feet on the ground you know there's only so much two people can do mm-hmm. um and we've done all right with getting the amount of listings we've had uh, but we need to speed it up by about 10 times yeah um at least to meet the goal of getting acquired within you know by 2020 has anybody utilized the yeah. 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 People have, there's been transactions that, you know, people rented things and whatnot. So cool. But it, it's tough because you don't really like, I, I have become a master at Facebook advertising, but it's hard with, you know, I have a site that people go to. I mean, the traffic on the site's unbelievable. Uh, that comes from the Facebook advertising. It's great. Uh, but getting people to list once they're there is hard until you have enough items exactly because right now you know they get there and, and we're doing some formatting stuff with the site but they get there and they see all kind of random shit yeah, there's and a scooter and a trampoline yeah so it, we're doing some some changes on the site to kind of make the initial presentation a little better just to see if it's a little less confusing for people because it's really a very simple concept uh, I, I to me but uh, i don't know just can getting I, it out there is very very tough can i rent your um can I rent your antique truck? Yeah. You can just borrow it if you want. Or yeah. You can buy it. It's running? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? How much are you selling it for? Like 10 grand. I can get that truck for 5 grand all day. Bro, there's only like none of them <laughs> those, in the world. Those trucks are, are 5 grand. Dime a dozen all day long. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a Chevy C10. <laughs> There's, there's really. Will like, you let me drive? Will you let me take it to the chicken store? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Clint's got this badass like 1942 fucking Ford or something. It's not a Ford, bro. What it's is an it? International. She- it's, Owned it's, by Ford. It's Ford man. tough with Chevy stuff. <laughs> uh, no, that thing. There's not many of those though, like in the world running. Yeah, but it t- they explain were only what made, it is. Explain so what a, it is. It's a 1967 International uh, C900, mm-hmm. which it's like 93 cubic horsepower, slant six, like three cylinder, uh, three speed, um, 
but there's just none of them. It's a step side. I mean, it's just just a sweet old truck. But they only they made them so they came out when Ford Ranger when Ford came out with the Ranger. Okay. And they only produced them for two years. So there's just like none of them. So the value is obviously to the right okay. person could yeah. be. I mean, you can find online where they sell for a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will you let me drive to the chicken store? As long as you come back with a chicken. Yeah, man, I'll, that's a good deal. I'll come over there. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't want the chicken though. Oh, well, who wants the chicken? You got to keep the chicken. <laughs> so all and you got to take it for rides to... every Sunday afternoon in the fucking truck. No, not a not a fucking actual live chicken. Yes, I'm talking that's the, the deal. The chicken store. The... You're talking about the feed store. What no, the I'm talking about talking the. I'm talking about at the corner, the uh, the chicken store, the bro, gas station. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> that gas about. station in Fort Walton. You're talking about chicken. Dodges, bro. Oh, that's the yeah, shittiest Dodges. chicken Dod- that's ever Dodges existed. chicken store. I don't know, man. It's close to where you live. Goddamn chicken store. Bro. I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were going to yeah, get a fucking live chicken from a what, feed store, yeah, like some livestock no. auction. No, man. I'm not doing that. Why would I do that? I don't know. Why would you say the chicken store? That's what I call that place. It's called Dodge's Chicken Store, dick. People call it Dodge's. Yeah. It's called Dodge's Chicken no one, Store. Yeah, but no one calls Nobody it Nobody calls store. it So the when I call store, it the chicken store. You're missing the first part to... to... No one calls it that. People call Mellow Mushroom. <laughs> People call Mellow Mushroom Mellow. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they call it by the first name, like yeah. Dodge's Chicken Store. Yeah, but if they someone don't said it. you want to go to the mushroom, I'd be no, like, yeah. No one says, hey, I want to go to the pizza store. And then you go, yeah. Yeah, but it's not called Mellow Mushroom Pizza Store. Do people, call it, Mellow mushroom. Do people call it the mushroom? Some do, yeah. Um, probably, I don't know. But if you did, I'd know what you were talking about. I'm really sorry, man. I won't refer to Dodgers as a chicken <laughs> store anymore. I thought it was pretty obvious you knew what I was talking about. Dude, I'll get you like a pizza roll or something, man. A pizza stick. I don't eat that at that place. It's not good. Yeah, I don't. This do tequila's it. making me hot. Do it often either, man. <laughs> <laughs> Clint's now taking off clothing on the podcast. Yeah. Will you uh, will you let me uh, swipe left and right for you sometime? I don't have a Tinder, bro. Oh. Okay. Well, I next time you time get it, will you let me swipe left and right for you? I'm not gonna ever get it again, bro. <laughs> what do you use? Bumble? Have you ever used Bumble? Yeah, I'm not high class enough for them people, man. Hmm. They don't like like pictures of a guy with a, a really shitty beard and a dip in his mouth. I'm like three businesses. <laughs> well, I can take a look at my businesses, baby. <laughs> what's, what's Bumble? Bumble's uh, like the high class Tinder, but it was cre- uh, women have women control it. You know who it was created by, though, right? No, I don't. Probably no. I'm pretty sure. John Mayer. I love him. Yeah. No, <laughs> everyone does. <laughs> he's no, funny. he's the best. I, I love even, watching okay, him play Even the Wooks accepted him. Okay, let's stop talking about John Mayer okay. and let's talk about what Bumble is. Yeah. Well, how it was created. So it was the girl that was dating the guy that created Tinder, but Tinder was. There you go. Tinder was like, you know, directed towards. So the she male. had the funds. She already had the uh, all of the hierarchy was in place well she they broke up and then she started bumble yeah and it's just like for women like you can't just i think the woman like has to message you first or something the, the women shit. control the communication right yeah like and you, we all know women are not good communicators so it doesn't work that's shit. a generalized statement Clint. i don't appreciate that <laughs> all right, it's like saying all republicans are racists it's not true well. but some of them are <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. 
So Bumble. <laughs> Why is it called Bumble? Do you know that information? I, dude, I didn't know why Tinder was called Tinder for the longest time. Why is Tinder called Tinder? Because Tinder's like when you start a fire, start you a use fire, Tinder. Bro. Okay. It's called Tinder. I thought you used Flint. You use Flint on your Tinder. <laughs> oh, I don't even, I don't know that. I don't know bro, what Tinder you, is. you were in Boy Scouts. You got a Boy Scout tattoo. <laughs> yeah, you do. You showed it to me before. You're so full of shit. No, he's fucking. It says shit up. Eagle Scout on your left ass cheek, no. and if you don't post a picture, then nobody's gonna believe. It's not true. All it's right. not true. I'm pretty open on this. You're thing, blushing. Man. I'll tell you what's true or not. That's the tequila, bro. It's, like, <laughs> it's hot, speed, isn't it? I'm speedballing, bro. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. Two shots and a dip and he's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else, man? What else do you want to talk about? You're the podcaster, bro. Yeah, I know. I've I've pulled out all the information from you that I think is uh that I know. Oh, you that I think that other people might be interested in. <laughs> um I don't know, man. You gotta. You How you feeling, man? You were a little nervous coming in here and shit. I've been trying to get you to do this for a year. You got all fucking weird several times. And you're like, oh, no, no, you're all freaking out on me earlier in text messages. Like, oh, no. How's, how do you feel? How's it been so far? How's your, uh, we're 56 minutes in. How's your experience been, man? Well, you feel good? It's kind of weird because I'm looking at you and Shane's staring at me. So, <laughs> <laughs> kind of feels like an awkward three-way, you know? Like, <laughs> like I'm not paying enough attention to Shane and he's getting jealous. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> I don't know if I should look at him, but every time we make you eye know, contact, it gets a little weird. Yeah. There's just, <laughs> these two chubby bearded brunette dudes are just staring at me, man. I don't fucking like it. There's uh, uh, that was and now really he's funny. staring at you. So now I, like I don't know when 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 yeah. uh, when fucking Maloney came in here, he started talking to Shane immediately. Yeah, and he looked at Shane for eighty percent of the conversation. And I get it. Like, the whole time I was like, motherfucker, I'm the one talking to you. What are you doing? He's just dead eyed. He, he, he's just so like, uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I have a conversation. He's kind of like, like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting one, for sure. Well, it's different here every time, especially, man. It, it can get a little weird when there's people in here that I've not met before. That only know me. Yeah, from I feel like you have to be good at your job. Business to do or that. social media or something like that. It can get a little strange in here, but man, what I find for the most time, um, you know, it's easy. This is, it feels it feels easy in here, man. And uh, yeah, I feel after, like I'm like in my grandmother's basement. Yeah, after the first two minutes, you 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 kind of just fall right in. Um, there's only been like one or two guests that 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 we weren't able to really kind of catch a groove with and have a good time. Like Make it not three. a good time with all of them, but uh, but some of them are can be a little tougher than others sometimes. So. But, you know, it's, it's easy. Like, you normally find something that you both are interested in talking about and you just talk about it. For us, that's uh, been a variety. <laughs> Has not been good things A variety so far. of things. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot today. Your mom's going to learn a lot. <laughs> I don't know if this is actually ever going to be released to the public. I'm going to... Oh, you've already signed it. <clears throat> uh, she normally goes to Central America with you, yeah? You normally uh, go with her? No. She's normally part of the crew? No, so no. we go on a trip every Thanksgiving. Because she's a teacher, okay. that's when she gets off is like that Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Christmas break. So we go on like a family vacation then, and then it's always just me and a couple of friends. Never yeah. been you for some reason. I don't know. I, guess I mean, friends. I've only been invited once. Um, and to be fair, the time that you did invite me, I was really, really trying to pull it together. But like, that was probably one of the busiest times of my life, man. Like it was, it was pretty chaotic. I was touring full time uh, with the band, and I was running the business yeah. full time by myself. Um, 
I just I I had pretty much zero help on on a lot of that stuff. So I was 80, 90, 100 hours a week easily. I get it, dude. Let me down easy. I'm sorry. I said let me down easy. Maybe uh maybe next year you can come. Yeah, man. Shoot me an invite. I'd love to. Yeah, Where are you going next now. year? Where, where's know. next year? I don't know. Probably, uh, I'm looking at this South American map here, but the, the, I can't tell what's what. Argentina, dude. You know, Argentina would be really cool. I'm thinking about... Brazil. I, I really, bro, I might go to Peru in like two weeks. Like right before my summer gets crazy. You're just about to take off and go to Peru? Well, yeah, it's pretty cheap to get there. And, uh, I heard Peru's rad. I've been to Peru before. I went and did the Machu Picchu thing, mm-hmm. uh, but I never spent any time in... Why do you always go to South America? Why is that your spot? Um, I like Central it. and South America. I Have like been to it, Europe? man. So, no, I haven't been to Europe. That's too expensive. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, so you, I'm, you... I'm always on kind of like a, so my brother's a firefighter mm-hmm. and like trying to get people, it's hard, you know, it's hard, like, you know, like it's hard to make time. Yeah. Um, my brother's a firefighter, so he doesn't like to go to Europe, bro. You got to go for like three weeks. Well, and there's, there's at least two and a half to three days yeah. full of travel. So South America is somewhere that. In Central America, I mean, you can get there pretty quickly. Five, six-hour flight, right. Yeah. I mean, and like this time, we usually drive down south and then fly out because it's much cheaper. But with only three of us going this year, it didn't really make too much of a sense. And it's a pain in the ass to mm-hmm. drive back up from Orlando or Fort Lauderdale. Um, but South America's cool. I, I like the culture, man. It's very uh, family-oriented. Um, I mean, the people are cool. I'm trying to learn Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um just what would you say you're like at a four-year-old level, five-year-old, something like that? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not great. I like I can Ma- have por favor. Like any white man can say that, but like. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty proud, dude. I'm sorry. I was trying to relate. That's um, what I do as a podcast host. I mean, I know enough to talk and negotiate and find out where places are and get where we need to go in a taxi cab but they have uber like when we were in uh when we were in because we were in guayaquil the last well i missed my flight leaving guayaquil why'd you miss your flight uh it was just an early flight yeah uh so i missed it but uh it was really expensive to miss bro it cost me an extra 500 bucks to leave there which was oh god more than my plane ticket there um which i need to call them and try to get some money back but Guayaquil, you, you'll hear that it's super, uh, like, dangerous. But we were there. I mean, you saw my pictures on Instagram, like that flat that we had overlooking the city. It was beautiful, man. There's huge public parks everywhere. Um, I was really, really I, – I, we always go to a small city, a small town, not a city. Um, but leaving out of Guayaquil, we just decided that we'd go there for two nights prior mm-hmm. to our departure. And it was just – I mean, it was great there. Uh, public parks everywhere. The people were nice, uh, but they had Uber. Is what I was getting at with that whole long spiel. Yeah, uh, which is so you nice. could just take care Bro, of it all on the app. Uber anywhere, like you could go on a fifteen-minute ride in an Uber, and it'd be like a dollar and thirty cents. Uber's the best. Yeah, I mean there it is. Here it's expensive yeah. as shit now. My two favorite things are Uber and Google Maps when I'm traveling. That's it. Oh, dude, I use Apple, but they kind of fail you a little bit. That's why I use Google Maps, dick. Oh. <laughs> I don't use Google anything. Why? I don't know. I think Google Maps is superior. That's an opinion. What do you use? You use I Apple use, or Google? I use Apple. Do you? I don't. Not at all. I don't like... I don't like... I, don't I use like, Google Maps. I don't like Google. 
Interface is bad. <clears throat> yeah, interface is awful, bro. Well, I don't know. It, it works just fine for me. It's weird that you have an iPhone and you use Google Maps. That's one. That's just one of the few things. It's just uh, I used Apple Maps for a few times, and it just I feel like it wasn't updated enough, and it was it wasn't. Uh, as useful for me, but that was years ago. You should give it another try. So, um, I actually so saw an, an Apple an Apple Maps because you always see the Google Maps. I deleted people. the app. I don't even have Apple Maps on phone. Not really. Yeah. I saw a Apple Maps car though the other day. Like you know, the one mapping that, out the places. Yeah. yeah. You always see the Google. Why don't you like Google? I told you I don't like the interface. So it's not. It's not the same. Hmm. And it's not hooked up with Siri and all that, and so it's some other girl's voice. I don't mind. I don't use Siri at all. Bro, Siri. Only when I make phone calls. Siri That's is it. the best. Like, people don't know how to utilize Siri correctly. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, obviously. She's amazing. Bro, like, I'll say, Siri, remind me to, you know, take the trash down when I leave my house. And I'll literally walk out of my front door and I'll be like, Clint, take your trash down. Because I have, like, this, you know, Australian girl or English no, girl. I use the same. Yeah, I, 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 I use the same. I use British. Do you use it for that, though? No, I only really use it to make phone calls when I'm driving. Hey Siri, call man. Who's man? You'd like to call <laughs> man. Yes. Well, now you calling got, you got, you man. Just got, you just got CarPlay, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you you could utilize her with all that stuff too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I I have a tool that I'm not want utilizing. This to turn into an Apple commercial. <laughs> yeah, they aren't giving us money. They're not giving us shit. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. But no, I'm going to try to go to Peru in a couple of weeks and just spend probably another 10 days there and check it out. Because I've, I've been to Peru and went to, did the Machu Picchu thing through an REI, you know who mm-hmm. REI is, right? Mm-hmm. REI. It's like a Bass Pro for like hippies that want to walk around places. Okay. Like hikers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah gotcha. But they have a pretty big uh, like excursion division. And I did a 12-day hike through the Inca Trail and shit with them. But I want to go experience the city and... Lima. You going solo? Yeah. I get. I mean, fuck, do you want to go? My producer can't even. Dude, it's on silent. Then why is that you happening? That? I have no idea. What the fuck? It's on do not disturb. Let's not try to send an Who album commercial. It? Let's let's talk to her. Yeah, let's talk to her. Go Who on. Is it? Throw her on. It was, it was my is she FaceTiming you? No. Oh. I was going to say, let's answer it, man. Yeah, we worked at Funkies with her. That's true. Back in 2011, yeah. man. She was a Bro, you need to answer the phone and ask when she fucking worked there. She did work there. Not when? Not 2011. Yeah, no shit, it wasn't 2011. Uh, 2012, yeah, because she didn't start it. She didn't open it with us. She was there like a year later. Bro, we need to call Angelo because mm. he's the one that... Mango man. <laughs> he's the one that wins the lottery and opened uh, Funkies. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing he did was go to South America. Did he? Yeah, he went to Costa Rica. That's Central America. He won the fucking lottery and went to Costa Rica. Central America. I remember seeing his son. He's like, my dad won the lottery. I'm like, fuck you. I know. Yeah, he won like- But he bought like, um, he bought like 10 Ray Charles shirts. And uh, <laughs> I, I went up there and I delivered it to him right before he went up to his trip. He had his backpack and everything. And I was like, man, thanks. Like, you know, I cut him a little deal on all because he was buying so many. I was like, thanks, man. Here you go. And he's like, yeah, bro. I'm just trying to like get shirts that I really don't care about that I can leave. There. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. Dick. That's great. Yeah. But in the same time, I was like, I don't care. You're going to have Ray Charles shirts on Answer all your Answer it and pictures. ask her when she started yeah. working at Funkies. Answer it. Answer it. She's gone. Hola. Hola, Marlo. 
She's not there. <laughs> Motherfucker. Hey, yo, if it's important, you should probably call her back, bro. If my wife calls me twice in a row, I, I make that fucking phone Can call Can you ask her, though, when she work at Funky's? Yeah, please do. Find out what she needs and then put her on speaker and then come back in here. Can we we'll Can we make a wager real quick? Out. What? You uh, think as far as when she, when she worked there? there, 2012. 2013. Yeah, she probably worked there in 2013 as well, but I bet she started in 2012. I bet you $5 she didn't. You know what? Stand by. Let's let's solve this. <laughs> let's solve this. Hang on. Hang on, man. I'm gonna get the owner on the motherfucking phone. I've had three conversations with him today so far. Oh, with Chuck? This is Chuck Styles, he owner of me. Funky Blue Shack. We'll see what if he answers. When Angelo started, he's probably playing tennis by now. That his work day's done. How, I, I, it's raining though, so he might not be. Maybe he's dangerous. I know, man. Nope. He's had that same <laughs> that same voicemail for years. Um, yeah, man. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll figure that out. But yeah. So Peru, you're going by yourself. Yep. Yeah, I guess. I mean, unless guess. somebody wants to go. Hey, anybody listening? You want to go to Peru? Don't pay. No, I'm not paying for shit. But All expenses paid. It's it's three hundred bucks. Hit me up on Tinder. Clint, yeah. Clint Hill two two three. Yeah, find me on on the tins. Um, no, it's like three hundred bucks out of Fort Lauderdale. It's really cheap. So you drive to Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, for I mean, fuck to save five hundred dollars. Yeah, you'll save that much yeah. by driving there. I mean, opposed to flying out of PNS or, or like Valparaiso, like they won't. They won't put I mean, that whole thing together for you for just a hundred or two extra. No. Hmm. I think it's Fort like Lauderdale's a trek, dude. That's like nine hours. Yeah. It's a long time, man. That's a full day. Yeah. But I mean, I probably would end up not driving to Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. but it makes it seem more reasonable for me yeah. to drive to Fort yeah. Lauderdale. And then you just what? Hop in a VRBO and shit. Yeah, I use Airbnb usually. Mm-hmm. Um, always had good experiences. Yeah. Well, sweet, dude. I wish I could go. I, uh, I'm going to be laying a little low for a little while, man. Just like you, starting some new um, some new projects and stuff. Yeah, why don't you talk about your, uh, tell me more about your uh, video stuff. Oh, man, I'm just, I started working with Lency, uh, Destin Patera, and uh, a gentleman named Austin Owens. And uh, I've worked with both of those guys for years, um, probably like about six years now five five to six years um and then also we just brought on a really great photographer his name is john davis he's uh he's got an eye for it man so we uh destin's been doing his thing for several years and uh, he recently brought me on as a producer which is uh oh it's a similar skill set to management of of artists it's it's kind of it's similar to what i'm doing in that but also um i'm able to flex uh, my, my creative muscle a little more as well, which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't know. I started out as an artist, man. Like I, I, uh, yeah, I you sang had an in 80s band, bro. <clears throat> I sang in high school. Um, I was offered, you know, some scholarships and shit like that. And really, can yeah. you hit a tune for us real quick? No, man. I, 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 if you don't, if you don't use it, you, you lose, lose it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I, you know, when I started doing the booking thing, I just, I, I made a promise to myself. Cause at first I was like, Man, these artists get paid really well and destined to do their thing. I was like, man, I can, 
I can pick up my acoustic guitar and in a few months I could be prepared to do the same thing. But I saw how that kind of conflict of interest kind of messed with you can't be booking and, and try to be an artist like that. Just, it doesn't work. The machine doesn't work properly that way. So I kind of made a decision not to play at all. Yeah. And in turn, I started working so much that I just completely quit playing my instrument. I quit singing. I, I quit creating. Um, so it's been nice to kind of step back into a role that's still kind of a management role, but is still uh, you a, get crea- a, little bit a creative, of creative role. I get yeah. to write. I've started writing a lot more as well. I know you know that I used to get paid to do some writing for some local magazines and uh-huh. stuff like that. Um, to where And your brother does that too, doesn't he? My brother writes Both as well. Yeah, writing. yeah. We're actually working on a piece right now together. Um, I think it's going to be about 5,000 words that we're going to try to shop around and kind of see um, if someone wants to purchase it. But anyway, um, I've recently started writing again, and, and that's been a really good tool as well for me because for the longest time I was just so concentrated on uh, helping other people achieve their creative vision that it kind of pulled that from my life. And even though it was really great, uh, you know, monetarily and, and, and all that stuff, it, it kind of – Well, I think you did the right kind thing. Kind of took it away from me. With yeah. focusing on your – namesake well you have to you have to focus you, yeah. if you're an agent you you aren't the artist you focus yeah. on your artist but you could have uh, i've seen agents other. try to be the artist you and could it, have it, picked it fails the other, miserably though. yeah yeah i could have but i wouldn't have had the skills to do it uh, so and and that's another thing too man um i could sing a little bit and i could play a little bit but uh I, i'm working with more uh, with individuals who are far more talented than I am, so it kind of, kind of elevates me on that end as well. Shane, so. we have a wager. We need you to call Marla. Yeah, did you just get off the phone with her? No. What's the consensus? What? When did she work there? Yeah. Uh, 2012. Boom. You did not ask her. Yeah, I did. Boom. You did. Boom. Yeah. 2012, bro. Was well, you? You owe me like a like a dollar. What? Five? Maybe about $5. Tri- no, I think you, you said you'd bet me a trip to Peru. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't even shake my hand, nor would you go to Peru. So I didn't shake it. your hand. I don't know where that thing's been. <laughs> Fucking dip can in a El Tesoro tequila bottle. The same years has been. Well, yeah, man, that uh, that would actually, the tequila would actually sanitize your hand. We just we just took a dip into some really great content. Clint, what else, man? That's it, bro. We're we're an hour and fifteen in, man. I know you're busy. You got things to do. We got things to do. Hosting trivia. Uh, another thing, Clint. You might you may very well be our last guest in this room. Yeah, that's, that's it, man. Soon. That yeah, might be a wrap. This might be it for. Uh... The, yeah. What'd you call it? Do you like it in my grandmother's basement? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. We're moving on up, bro. I'm proud of you guys. Thanks, man. We um, we've we started a partnership with Boat Paddle Boards, and uh, they've offered us a, a really nice space to build out a new studio, um, because th- they're trying to uh, to do some stuff in the podcast game as well. So we're gonna kind of combine forces, and uh, we're excited, man. That the new space is about double the space we have right now. Um, this morning I ordered a bunch of new gear. Uh, the podcast is gonna sound better. It's gonna look better. Like we're just—it'll definitely be better yeah. after this episode. Yeah, man. I don't know. I think this is a great send-off, dude. <laughs> so, uh, man, I know how insanely busy you are. Uh, thanks for finally agreeing to come on here. I hope you enjoyed yourself. 
Yeah, we didn't drink enough. You're supposed to say I enjoyed myself, Dick. Oh, I enjoyed myself, Dick. (laughs) We didn't drink enough tequila. (laughs) Well, Shane and I still have work to do after this. We have to. I have to go read questions aloud. Dude, tequila's um, an upper. At trivia, it's also a downer, dude. Whatever. (laughs) Do you you want to make another bet? No, I usually don't lose bets. I still don't think Shane asked Marlo. Yeah. 2012. It's 2012, man. No. Yeah. Cause she started working out. Whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Dude, time's flying. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It Are you is. 30 yet? Have you turned 30 yet? I just turned 29. January 29th. Okay. 29? That was your golden birthday. Yeah. I guess I was in Ecuador. Yeah. I think I was asleep by like 9.30. I don't believe you. I really was. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually raving, dude. Just fucking out in the beach in a bonfire. Snorting cocaine and ecstasy. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. I'm just kidding. Went went in South America. No. I can't do that upper shit, man. You just said that's why you drink tequila, dick. No, I said I drink tequila because it's not a depressant. And I'm already sad! (laughs) I just told you it was an upper, but earlier I said I don't drink... It's the only one that's not a depressant. That's... Yeah, alright. (laughs) <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I said Maybe we can play it back <laughs> but, but anyway man Thank you dude I had a blast This was fun man uh, uh, For those who don't know uh, About once every like month and a half uh, Clint will randomly call me And be like Are you at your office? I'll be like yeah dude He's like I'm coming up I'll be like alright And Clint will sit here And we'll just We'll do basically what we just did Um for uh, for a hey, couple hours. Off, Here's this is this is an important part. <laughs> this is. Hey Chuck, how you doing? Hey Jared, that's how you called. Yeah, man, you're actually um, you're on my podcast right now. I'm sitting across from uh, Mr. Clint Hill, and we were having a bet as to when the Funky Blue Shack reopened at the location by the Circle K. With Angelo. What year the... was that when you reopened it and doubled the size of the room? With Angelo as the manager yeah uh, yeah with angelo when when you when angelo was your manager what year was that uh that's a good question yeah, my well, my money was leave on, it like that <laughs> <laughs> my, my money was on 2011 uh 2011 yeah to, right. yeah that's what i thought awesome yeah, all right cool all right <laughs> bro i was literally <laughs> in california in 2011 all right like thanks, i bro. did not live right. here <laughs> I did not live here in 2011. Go work for a guy for fucking 15 years. Chuck didn't give a shit. He's like, oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> Bro, I was. Li- it wasn't 2011 when I started working there because I was literally in California. Yeah, man, I don't know. I turned 21 in California. Yeah, you might have. I wasn't at both places. You turned 21 in California in 2012. In 2011. Yeah, that was in January 2011, bro. There's still 11 other months that are uncounted for. Nope, because when the, Funky Blue Shack bro, could have I reopened can, I as keep Chuck Styles, owner of Funky Blue Shack, just confirmed. I, I don't know when he opened it again, but when Angelo, mm-hmm. because I got hired by Angelo. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, I think you started like a month after it reopened or something. Did you go through the whole training process with all of us? It wasn't 2011. You know who you look like? <laughs> that Mark Rebelay guy. You know what I'm talking about? You know the fuck I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about? No. He's playing vinyl. It's probably already sold out. It's this dude named Mark Rebelay or Rebelay. I get the weirdest people. And that um, say I look he's like. kind of like, it's imagine Zach Deputy, but he's out of his mind. Mm. I'll, I'll show you a video when we get up there. 
But uh, but anyway, dude, I appreciate you coming in, man. It was good to actually get one of our uh, one of our little conversations on the it didn't, it didn't seem very productive, but I was glad to be here. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's a total waste of my time. <laughs> I'm glad you were glad to be here. Uh, uh, thanks, man. I appreciate you, dude. All right. All right, later. Bye.